Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hi, I hope you're having a good day. I want to take just a couple of more dig a bits, I think, from 1 Corinthians chapter 15 as we're talking about glory and looking back at John chapter 17. You know, the gospel is the central figure, the central idea of John chapter 17 as as Christ is praying this intercessory prayer. He is preparing in an eternal way the gospel for all nations of the world and he realizes that what he is about to do is the essence of the gospel that will be spread throughout all the world for all of the rest of time and in first corinthians chapter 15 as we talked about last time we defined the gospel it is the death the burial the resurrection and the witnessing of those things by those people who lived in the first century and then we read about the transmission of that gospel from first corinthians chapter 15. i just want us to notice that um, a portion a manifestation of glory here is the amazing providential it is amazing and it is providential but the coming together of the gospel just exhibits God's ultimate knowledge, His providence in making all of the factors that needed to come together at this particular time in history to make the gospel happen, His omniscience, His omnipotence come together at this point, His omnipresence come together, all of that comes together at this point. To bring about the gospel about which Jesus was praying right before his death in John chapter 17. So I want us to look at 1 Corinthians 15 and take notice of all of the factors here that have to come together in order for us today in 2022 to have the gospel. So he says, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached to you. So first off, the apostles, and we know that he's talking about that it had to be transmitted by the apostles because he says also in verse 9 of this chapter, I am the least of the apostles, that I'm not meet to be called an apostle. But he's saying, but all these apostles, these witnesses were necessary for the transmission of the gospel. So first off, in order for us to have the gospel today, there had to be the apostles to speak the truths that they witnessed. So then, of course, there had to be Jesus. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and wherein ye stand by which you are saved, if you keep in memory what I've preached, unless you have believed in vain, for I delivered to you first of all that which I also received. Here it is. Here's the part of Christ. How that Christ, and this this is the, of course, the big, the giant, the huge sacrifice that made the gospel 
our obedience to the gospel, our acceptance of the gospel in 2022 possible. possible. Verse 3, For I declared to you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. That is the essence of the gospel the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. So verse 1, we had to have the apostles to transmit it. Verse 3, we had to have Jesus Christ to execute the gospel. And next, we have a part. There is a working part for us, by which also you were saved. If, verse 2, it's dependent on us, if we um, you keep in memory what I preached to you unless you believed in vain. We're going to talk about that a little bit in the next dig a bit. But in verse 1 it says, The apostles preached it, but we receive it. We have to accept the gospel and we have to stand in the gospel. That is, obeying the gospel standing in it means that we are adhering to the tenets of the gospel in our lives so we receive it and we stand in it and we then verse 2 are saved by it so we have the transmission of the gospel by the apostles of course their revelation from the holy spirit we have the execution of the gospel in this passage by Jesus Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. We have the our part in the gospel. We receive it. We stand in it. And so it saves us. And then verses uh, 5 through uh, 9 are the witnesses to the gospel. Is that important that there were witnesses? Oh, that's extremely important. Without the witnesses, multiple witnesses that cannot be denied, then there would not be that testimony that Peter gave in Acts 2. He said the whole thing. And here in 1 Corinthians 15, the whole thing stands or falls on the resurrection of Jesus. And it was witnessed by many people. So we have... The, I'm going to say it again, the, the um, transmission of the gospel by the apostles, the execution of the gospel, the essence of it by Jesus Christ, the acceptance of the gospel and standing in the gospel, that is our part from verses 1 and 2. And then we have the witnessing of the gospel and that was a very important part that was played by many people let's read about that after that he was buried and rose again the third day and that he was seen it's important it's right there beside his resurrection he was buried and he rose again and that he was seen of cephas of the twelve of above 500 brethren at once the greater part were living at the time that Paul was writing this. And after that, he was seen of James, and then of all the apostles, and last of all, he was seen of me also, as one who was born out of due time. This is powerful. This is, number one, 
the, the transmission of the gospel. Number two, the execution of the gospel. Number three, the acceptance of the gospel. Number four, the witnessing of the gospel. And it's all in these first 11 verses of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And all of those in God's, I'm going to say those O words again, omnipotence, omniscience, and omnipresence. His great power, His glory brought that about. And that's why we can read in Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, we can read, I, this is Paul again, am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. What do we have there? We have Paul's transmission of the gospel. He's not ashamed of it. It is the gospel of Christ. Christ executed it. It is the power to salvation to everyone who believes. That's us believing and standing in the gospel. That's the reception of the gospel. And it's all made possible because there are witnesses. There are many people who saw the gospel happen. It's earlier in that chapter of Romans 1. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle. Separated to what? The gospel. This good news about the death, burial, and resurrection that was witnessed. Verse 2, which he promised by his prophets in the scriptures concerning his son Jesus Christ which was made or born of the seed of David according to the flesh and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead, even Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom we received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name's sake, among whom you are also the called of Jesus Christ. There it is again. It's everywhere. The gospel is transmitted by apostles. There it is in Romans 1. It was executed by Jesus Christ concerning his son Jesus Christ who was born of the seed of David and declared to be the son of God. We receive it by whom, verse 5, we received grace and apostleship for obedience. We receive it by believing and obeying. And, it, and Jesus Christ was witnessed. And that's why Paul is able to write that this is the power of God, Romans 1.16, to salvation. I love that. God didn't save us by one thing alone. He saved us through a plan that in His ultimate power and glory came together just as he orchestrated it so that we can stand today in the gospel. I love that. I love that amazing providence of God that comes together in the transmission, the execution, the reception, and the witnessing of the gospel. I, I love that. Sometimes I think that when 
I sit down to talk about these things. I'm so immersed in it myself that I have trouble communicating what I want you to see, but I hope from today that you can see the gospel is the product of God's knowledge and power and providence coming together through the apostles, Jesus Christ himself, us as receivers of the gospel, and the witnesses who bore a testimony to the actual facts of the gospel. I hope that you can see that and I hope that that um, is clear to you as you're doing number nine, the first part of number nine. Have a great day.